Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. From Cavalry Audio comes the new true crime podcast, The Shadow Girls. I grew up near the banks of the Green River and in the shadow of the killer, that bears its name. Prosecutors described him as a serial killer savant. But this podcast isn't only about tracking down the killer. It's about the victims. We stayed in the woods. He always liked to go to the woods. Listen to The Shadow Girls on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Sex and the City star Willie Garson has passed away. Uma Thurman wrote a moving essay about getting an abortion as a teenager. And BuzzFeed's El Amin Abdul Mahmoud joins us to talk about his three favorite albums that he's listening to right now. It's September 22nd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shyla Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So Casey, I'm really, really sad to start off the show with this news, but it's time for us to say goodbye to an absolute icon. Willie Garson, who played Stanford on Sex and the City, has passed away. Many of his co-stars posted tributes to Willie, including Kim Cattrall, Kristen Davis, who applauded his, quote, fearless commitment to single fatherhood, and Cynthia Nixon, who wrote, quote, he was endlessly funny on screen and in real life. He was a source of light, friendship, and show business lore. He was a consummate professional always. Willie's white collar co-star Matt Bomer also shared a message about his friend, calling him, quote, someone who lifted me up, who made me better, and who always, always made me smile. Oh, this one has this one, hurts. Hit, this one hurts. I know, you know, not only age 57, very young, leaving a son behind who, oh boy, his son Nathan's tributes to him are tough, but beautiful to read. And, you know, also tough because he was, he started filming for the, for the reboot of Sex in the City. Yeah, like literally just two months ago in July, he was on set. He was posting photos on Instagram. And, you know, I know that I don't want to say trend, but like this is not the first celebrity we've seen who has kept a diagnosis, you know, close to the vest. And I think that having that privacy is very much within their rights and like fine to do. But it also makes it really hard for the people who love them to be thrown into this and like have no idea like have no preparation just right it really shocked so many people yeah and for people who don't know we don't specifically know what he passed away from but we do know that he was sick while filming and but yeah to to go through that is really tough but you know I also want to say this even though you know you'll say like oh what gay stereotypes he played through the 2021 lens through the 1998 to 2004 lens that was big 
that was big to have a gay character on screen like that. And I know that, it, you know, it was happening with Will and Grace too, but it's still, it was new and he did an absolute wonderful job. Stanny. All right. So moving on, Uma Thurman recently wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post about Texas's recent abortion law. In it, Uma reveals that she had an abortion as a teen, saying, quote, it has been my darkest secret until now. I am 51 years old and I am sharing it with you from the home where I've raised my three children who are my pride and joy. She went on to call the law, quote, yet another discriminatory tool against those who are economically disadvantaged and that, quote, women and children of wealthy families retain all the choices in the world and face little risk. Uma also made a point to mention those who will be preyed on by vigilantes who will take advantage of the fact that they can sue providers and anyone involved in carrying out an abortion. You know, we've obviously talked about how horrible this new law is. But for me, what really sticks out is that she's 51 years old and she's been harboring this secret since she was a teenager. Like, it shouldn't be a secret. Like, women shouldn't feel ashamed to share this information, like to share that they've had an abortion. Yeah. I mean, it is unfortunate what shame and stigma has been put on this. And it also is unfortunate that, you know, that's her life and it's her information to share or not share. But the fact that she felt the need to share it because she does have a platform, that's tough. You know, I'm proud and happy that she was able to do that, to speak up for people who can't speak up for themselves. But it still sucks. It sucks that (laughs) it sucks that she had to do that. Now, we're really excited about this conversation we're having today. Whenever we have anything music-related to talk about, our go-to guest has always been BuzzFeed News' own Elamina abdul You know, and that's because he's got great taste. So today we've decided to open up the floor and talk to Elamina about what he's listening to and why we should be listening to it as well, which I know, Shiloh, you and me, we need it. We need Elamina. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we'll warn you, this conversation may turn you into a country music fan because, of course, this list includes Casey Musgraves. Hi, Elamine. Thanks so much for joining us again. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm so happy to be back. I'm so excited because we're going to be talking about everyone we should be listening to right now. And you know, Shyla and I always need help with that. <laughs> True. Here to help. I'm here to help, <laughs> Okay. So today we wanted to open up the floor to you and ask you what you're listening to. And, you know, I want to start with something. You know, I was about to say that I think we're all obsessed with but Shiloh's not allowed to be in this category right now because I want to talk about Starcrossed, which is Casey Musgraves' new album. Did you expect to love it this much? No, not at all. But here I am listening to it and repeatedly crying because like that's just the way that we're living these days. I mean, it's it's a beautiful record. It is a divorce record, which is, you know, not what a lot of people expected from Casey, but you know, that's that's where her personal life has been for the past couple of years. Um, and she made a gorgeous record about that, that significant relationship ending. Um, and now we get to listen to it and cry through some of it. And then the part that I, I listen, not the whole, the whole record doesn't work. Some parts do really effectively songs like justified songs, like, um, the opener, um, star cross and just set the tone for just you, um, being in this emotional landscape that's just barren and hard and you're going to cry a lot, like incredible. And then you hear songs like good wife and she's struggling with the idea of what it means for her to be a good wife. And then we move on to, you know, songs like breadwinner, where she's like, it's actually kind of a sneaky song that says you might run into guys who say they're kind of comfortable with you being the breadwinner, but at the end of the day, they might not be so comfortable. Like there's, there's a lot going on in this record. Um, and she kind of laid it out all out there, which is just stunning. 
Yes. You know, yeah. So, you know, you said it was this album is about her divorce from husband Rustin Kelly, who is also a country music artist. So does it feel like a divorce album when you're listening to it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, yeah, you're like you're like oh yeah, I hear the pain and sadness. <laughs> yes, I mean, you're, in fact, you're there for it. Like this is not an album. You know, I'm not not to be rude to Casey. I'm not trying to listen to this music in the spring. Like this makes a lot of sense <laughs> to release this in the fall. This is a fall record. This is a mm. winter record. This is like uh, a meditative record where you walk around and it's a little bit cold outside, and you're like, yeah life does suck. And I do have some big feelings <laughs> and like, she's, she's so good at sort of crafting this specific landscape here. I almost want to kick Shyla out of this interview and where she's not allowed to ask any questions. I know Shyla cut you off. I knew it's you were about fair. to ask a question. I was like, Shyla doesn't get to cause Shyla decided to say, right, right, right. Everyone, right. As Elamine came on to, before we started recording, she was like, I don't like Casey Musgraves. Shyla, would you, would you like to say more on that? Yeah. Would you? I mean, I I don't. I feel like I'm being accused. But listen, I just, she has hippy dippy vibes. I don't know if it's the long hair, if it's the hat, if it's the witchy wardrobe. I don't, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little too hippy dippy for me. That's Could it be the fact that Golden Hour is one of the greatest acid records of all time? Like it is literally (laughs) an album that explicitly talks about, you know, dropping acid and looking at the sunrise. And maybe that's not your vibe. I get that, but you can still appreciate the way she's crafted that landscape, which you would if you just listen to it. No, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think if I'm remembering correctly, she had a Christmas album. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, she did it with her Go special. Off. She did. Uh-huh. So, so I liked that. <laughs> I think, I think That's if I'm remembering like? correctly, I, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> Shyla, I can't do. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Ask your next next question to Elamine. I can't do the handle. No, actually, right I, I I don't think I can cope with this. That's that's like saying I like Bruce Willis for his rom com years. Like it doesn't make sense. That's just not what the body another, of work is. Another Christmas, another Christmas man. So. <laughs> okay, so you're passionate about country music, and we're going to talk about another pseudo country artist in a bit. But does this? feel like a country album to you and like careful what you say because it will affect if I ever listen to it or not. <laughs> Wait, what's the answer that will make you not listen to it? I mean, listen, it is explicitly a country album. Like it is. And I think this is one thing that we really, you don't have to, but I really do have to respect about Casey, which is that she has consistently made albums where the temptation to just fully delve into the pop world keeps getting bigger and bigger for her. When I think about the last album, winning album of the year, like this is the moment you cross over. This is the moment where you start playing with some big pop toys. You line up as many, you know, big pop producers as you can. And they, you come into the studio and you record those big pop songs and you break through in a big way. But she didn't do that. She didn't do that. She did the same way that she did with Golden Hour. These are interesting adjustments and tinkling with fundamental country sounds and, 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 and reworking them in a compelling way. But there's no way you listen to this album and go, this is anything but country. Like it is, it is a deeply country record. It still imagines, I think, an interesting future for country music, but it is a country record. See, and I can see Shyla's face. The, I think what she, the fact that it's country, she's also not going to listen to it. <laughs> but like, this ain't your grandfather's country. You know what I mean? Like, country music has evolved a lot. And one of the people pushing it forward is someone like Casey who says, okay, these are the instruments that we use for country music, but what can we do with them? And then like, you get 
you know, for example, efforts in golden hour that sound a little bit like disco, but you're still using, you know, the mandolin to make that. That's what makes her so compelling is she keeps kind of just branching out and finding different sounds that are still country sounds. You can't say they're not country because it's like all basically all the bricks are the bricks of country music. But then she goes, look, I've made you a fascinating structure that you never possibly could have imagined. Listen to it. It's good. Yeah. Listen to it. It's good. <laughs> sure, That's it. Just sure, sure, shout sure. it at Shyla. <laughs> if I if I were to give this a chance and you could pick one song for me to start with, what song should I listen to? Shyla, what are you? A 94-year-old English professor yes, in Princeton? Yes. Do you are see you... where I am? <laughs> yeah. Look, we all own books, girl. You know what I mean? Like that's not, <laughs> I got books too, fam. That doesn't listen. You're like, mm. she feels hippy dippy, mm. but uh, Starcross. Yes, but, this is my entry mm, point into this. Yes. <laughs> mm. um, I don't remember what your question was because I'm just so offended by the premise. Go, oh, well, what was it again? One, one song. If I could start with one song, I would start maybe with Justified. Justified is a song to start with. It's a groovy enough while also being like, like oh. it's like a song that you can listen to and enjoy while when you start to like listen to the lyrics and really like tune into them, they will break your heart. So. I would start with Justify. All right, I will give it a shot. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more of what Elamine is listening to. SheFit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thursday, February 10th, kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player, delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, presented by Nationwide, and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022, delivered with Uber Eats, will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign, Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live, except in the Pacific Time Zone. All right, welcome back. We're talking with Elamine Abdul-Mahmoud about three albums you should be listening to right now. Now, we just talked about Casey Musgraves, but now let's talk about someone else who is bringing something new to the country music scene, and that's Yola and her album Stand For Myself. Tell yes. me about her. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, listen, I've been trying to preach the gospel of Yola for some time. I'm a big fan. She is a British woman who does a sort of variation of, I would say, like country soul. Like, she's like... 
if Aretha mostly spent her time doing country. Like that's how I would describe her sound. She's incredible. And with this album, it's actually a little bit closer, I think I would say, like to soul um, and like big pop standards than it is to country. But again, that country construction is there. Um, the songwriting is sort of like similar themes, similar sort of paying attention to the history of country music in that way. Yola's amazing. She's got a huge voice. I've had a chance to see her a couple times live and she's just like, will blow you away. She's amazing. Okay, so, you know, most musical artists tend to break into the industry at a younger age, but Yola actually just turned 38, which honestly I love. Thank you for that, mm-hmm. Yola. But, you know, she's been working on her music her entire life, but this is only her second full-length album. Do you feel like that extra level of maturity adds something to her music? 100%. I feel like if we came to know you as an artist in your teens and early 20s, that creates a very intimate relationship because you're kind of growing up in front of our eyes. But conversely, like if you have had time to just kind of go away and like be in, not in the spotlight as you develop your sound and develop and kind of like hone into what you want to say. Um, I think you, we meet you at a more mature place. And like, it's just really compelling to me to listen to artists who kind of break later in their career, whether it's later albums, um, which we'll talk about with Lil Sims in a minute, or in the case of Yola, just like later age. So Yola started, has been singing for a long time. Like she's, she was a sort of a background singer for a bunch of people, which is like kind of been scrubbed of her biography in a pretty impressive way, honestly. Um, but she had her first record, which was, I think, I want to say 2019 walk through fire, which was just like an amazing, amazing album, but kind of announced her presence. She got nominated for best new artist at the Grammys. And like when she got that nomination, people were like, who is she? What is going on here? Who is this artist? Because again, unknown at that point, 36 years old and gets that nomination for best new artist. This is the album that I think will like really cement her as like a presence to come just because it's just like such a mature sound. So you mentioned Little Sims, so I want to pivot to her and her album, Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert. Now, a lot of rap and hip-hop in 2021 has been defined by artists who aren't afraid to get personal or vulnerable in their music. Artists like Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and even Kanye regularly write music about what makes them sad. So why do you think the shift is happening just in general? I mean, I think we just expect more from our artists, right? Like We expect more from artists in terms of trying to greet us at a more more emotional place. We are having an emotional moment in pop music. One hates to credit uh, our good man, our good Canadian man, Drake, with a lot of this, but I do think that he's actually responsible for a bit of an aesthetic shift in pop, which is just like how emotional you're allowed to be while still dominating the charts. Just in the last, let's say, you know, decade or so, that feels significant to me. But then you can get to someone like Lil Sims who like knows herself so well. You have to know yourself so well in order to make an album like this one. And it's just compelling to listen to. It's compelling to listen to somebody who can take you through their mind, can take you through the ways that they are introverted and make it so compelling. You know, Little Sims is already getting a ton of critical acclaim for this album. You know, she's been praised by artists like Kendrick Lamar and Miss Lauren Hill, which is cementing her reputation as one of modern hip hop's greatest talents. But, you know, like when an artist puts out something as critically successful as this album, they usually feel a lot of pressure to create something even better for their next project. I mean, how how are you feeling about that? How are you feeling? Well, I mean, like there's something compelling to me about Little Sims. It's the same deal as Yola. Like this isn't. Lil Sims' first record is not even her second. I think it's her fourth. It's like she's she's been around for a while, and like these are four albums, but also she's dropped I think like five or six mixtapes in between, including like an incredible mixtape just last year. And so 
we're again being an artist not in a moment of like i'm young and i had this breakthrough and then now record companies are trying to figure out how to make money out of me it's like no she knows who she is she knows what she's going for when you listen to that album there isn't a horn at a place there isn't a drum beat at a place it's it sounds very intentional very meticulous in the way that it was crafted and so that makes me not worry about artists like that, right? Like it makes me go, I think you'll be fine. Like it doesn't actually matter how much attention this thing gets. You're not going to fall into the trap of trying to recreate it because like you're just honoring where you are on your fourth album. And like, we'll see where the fifth one goes. All right. So now I need to know, is there any like new, new music coming out soon that you just can't even wait for? Yeah, what should we make Shiloh listen to? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I wrote a profile earlier this year of Brandy Carlisle, who is just a genius musician. She wrote a book earlier this year. She has a new album coming out. Her album comes out October 1st. And I would like to like sit here and like pretend and speculate with you and be like, I wonder what it's going to sound like. But I have heard it, and it sounds incredible. It oh, is so excited. a gorgeous, gorgeous record. I'm so thrilled for her to have created something like so towering because this will be her seventh album. I think like that's another artist who, again, as they go on, they become more sure of who they are and what they want to put out in the world, more sure of the people who they've cultivated as their people, you know, as they're going to follow them because they're not interested not so much in like, please give me more of that sound as much as like, give me more of like where you are, as long as you're able to articulate that more truthfully, more specifically. So Brandy Carlisle's record, that's the record I'm most excited for. What about y'all? What are you excited for? Well, I'm, I am now mostly excited for that because I need you to know that um, once I introduced Brandy Carlisle to my dad, he now sits in front of his TV watching old performances of hers and just like gently swaying. So that's, <laughs> that's what I want. I want that more in my life. <laughs> that's amazing. That's incredible. I saw today that Rihanna finally teased something about her upcoming album. So I'm just going to. I don't believe just, it. Yeah. I, no, who, who's going to believe that? I need to believe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm choosing not to believe. I think she's a liar. I don't think. <laughs> I think here's the thing. And Rihanna, if you're listening, listen, love you. You've had an incredible run. All I'm going to say is. I get it. You're a billionaire. You've no reason to make music. Like, go live your billionaire lifestyle. You don't owe us anything. But it's very you, selfish. But don't you tease <laughs> me like this because I will not handle it. I will not tolerate the prospect of Rihanna album and then having it not show up. So I can either be in or out. But this whole middle ground of a billionaire might take time to record an album. Don't fuck with me. Do not fuck with me. I'm done. Shiloh, look what you've started. <laughs> okay, well, Elamine, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, pals. Thank you for having me. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, country music isn't just country anymore. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas. Comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com comfy.
Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO, and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played Chuck Bass. Is this Michelle Trachtenberg? I'll never tell. Hey, I'm Taylor Momsen, and I played Jenny Humphrey. Hi, I'm Sebastian Stan, and I played Carter Payson. That was one of the reasons I liked the character Jenny so much, is that she was very relatable. The whole thing was such a joy for me to do, and I was just so thankful that people responded the way they did to what we were doing. This really was just, like, wonderful. I, like, have, like, warm feelings inside. Yeah, me too. I'm giving you air hugs. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The new year is a great time to reset your relationship with your emotions. We all experience things that don't feel so good. Stuff like sadness, anxiety, burnout, and guilt. But in 2022, I want to help you look at these emotions in a new light. I'm Dr. Laurie Santos. In the new season of my podcast, The Happiness Lab, I'll show you that the path to happiness actually involves embracing your negative emotions and listening to the important things they have to say. So listen to The Happiness Lab in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.